Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This edition of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. With the NFL playoffs and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all of the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts today. On the Patriots Report, my co-host Chris Hogan and I try and figure out what makes a modern offense in today's NFL and whether or not New England is headed in that direction after cutting ties with Bill O'Brien. We also talk about the possibility of Bill Belichick in Atlanta, as well as offer up a few thoughts about the NFL playoffs. That's all up right now, only on the Patriots Report. All right, Chris, welcome back. Let's start here. The Patriots, as we know, went from Bill Belichick to Gerard Mayo as the head coach this past week, a few days ago, as a matter of fact. We're recording this on Monday. Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator, left for Ohio State. Now, from your perspective, what does this mean for the New England offense? I imagine, I don't want to say they're going to tear the thing down to the studs, but there's going to be a reimagining of the New England offense unlike what we've ever seen before, I, I have to believe. Yeah. I mean, I I think the best, the best way to move forward here is to, obviously you got like Gerard's got to bring in who he wants to bring in to get some guy that he's going to click with some guy that he, again, we talked about this, you know, last week shared the same vision, you know, how do we, how do we want to attack on the offense? What, like, what's our, what's our, you know, who are we going to be on offense? Right. So I've seen a couple of names that pop up and a lot of these names really are guys that have been in new England that have been in that system that have run that system. I kind of think we just need, it's gotta be a revamp. Mm -hmm. I think we just need a, a, we need new blood. We need, we obviously got new blood that we haven't seen in 20 years. Right. That's now running the ship. So Let's let's bring in somebody else, maybe someone that's vested, someone that's been in been in the league before. I'm not saying that we need to bring in a college coach that's going to run it like a college system. I don't think that's the answer. I think you bring in someone that has success with dealing with a rookie quarterback or success with coaching quarterbacks that's going to teach, that's going to help them grow. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see who they bring in. I, I would, I think it probably is time to kind of change the system you know, that's been in place there for a very, very long time. Yeah, I, I think that we've seen pretty much the same offense for the last 20 plus years from Charlie Weiss to Josh McDaniels to Bill O'Brien. You know, there was the year with Matty P, but there have been some tweaks. There have been some, yeah. you know, additional RPOs and stuff, and, and they, they've added and subtracted a few things. And look, I imagine a lot of it is going to hinge on who is playing quarterback next year because we don't yeah. know who that's going to be, but it... it feels the the time feels right for for a change now now we've talked a little bit about this over the years about the complexity of the new england offensive playbook and how it can be a challenge for new receivers or young receivers to pick up how difficult was it for you how challenging was it for you compared to maybe some of the other offenses that you were a part of over the course Listen, of i think i i think this like the you know, I, uh, let's let I talk. I hear everything that, about Josh McDaniels, right? And when he went to New, and went to the Raiders, and everyone's like, you know, th- the offense needs a 
a glam up, right? We need to be, you know get up to date on these things. Here's what happened in New England. They had someone at, at this behind the center that was able to run that offense so efficiently, right? Don't don't fix what's not broken, sort of thing. And yeah, we had different nuances here and different things here that we changed up and we had different formations that we ran things out of. So that was probably the most difficult is that we asked every single person on offense that they had to know not one position. They, we really were asked to know five different positions and be, be, be put in any of those positions throughout the, throughout a game, depending on what personnel we were in. So that was the toughest thing that you had to pick up was really the, how many different formations that we can get put into because we never wanted to be a team where, you know, Chris was always outside and Julian was in the slot and Rob was at the tight end position. Right. So it's like we had 10 different personnels or we can just say one, say one name and all of a sudden all of those positions flip. So I think that was the hardest thing for guys to pick up. I think what's, what's become difficult is that, we weren't able or we weren't able to do that this year or really since Tom left is kind of change up those positions or have the personnel to be able to kind of mix things around. And we just didn't have someone that was able to run that offense as, as efficiently, as effectively as Tom did. So mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily agree with what everyone was saying about, you know, his offense is not exciting or anything. Listen, man, we went to a lot, won a lot of Super Bowls winning with that offense. I'm pretty sure that it works, but at the same time, like maybe it doesn't work for specific quarterbacks or for spe- specific teams. So I think that's kind of the that's where we're at right now is that it's just this is not we don't have the personnel. This is not the team that we need to run this offense with, and it needs to change. So is it tough bringing in a new offensive coordinator to a new team? Yeah, sure, because this is let's like let's remove the last 20 plus years of doing the same thing, throw that book out, throw out all the cards, throw out all the, the, the knowledge, the video, everything. And let's start from ground zero. Yeah, it's hard, but listen, it's doable. If you have someone that comes in and is able to coach it well, you have guys that are able to respond to it well and that want to be coached and are excited about it. And maybe, maybe that's what this team needs is just something new, something new to get excited about something new that, you know, it's not, Oh, this is how Tom did it. This is how Julian did it. This is how Rob did it. Right. So no, that's, let's just, maybe we need to get rid of all of that. And like, okay, this is the the new new England offense. And this is how we are going to do it. If there is a jumping off point for it, this appears to be the best possible way to do it right now to be able to put that all of that in the rear view not to dismiss it all and and not to go back and look at you know old film and reference you know single point to reference here and there but to be able to say look this is a new day this is a new offense this is what we're going to be about moving forward yeah i mean i think it also kind of shifts a little bit of the accountability off gerard and kind of low maybe i don't want to say lowers expectations because i want the expectations and i'm sure for him ours are going to be super high for this year but like you know hey we're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator like things maybe aren't going to be perfect right away but you know we're going to bring in someone that we know can grow that can that can build an offense that can build something around a quarterback whoever that we draft and then we kind of go from there and maybe it takes a couple of years you know, to get back to, you know, that point where we're feeling comfortable and we have something that we can, we can really build off of and we have the personnel and we build, we bring in the guys. So I don't, I don't expect this year, you know, to come out of the draft and come out of 
training camp and everything just be like, holy shit, like this is what we've been missing. Like, I don't expect that. I expect there to be some growing pains, but like I expect there to be some some energy and some life to this this offensive, you know, if we bring in a, a brand new offensive coordinator that wants to do things a little differently. There's a lot of talk up here about the Patriots need to have a modern offense. You know, the old offense that they've had has been yeah. great and it's worked. And like you said, a lot of it is quarterback specific. You know, what's all of it what's around? A, what's a modern offense? It, well, well, that's my <laughs> question for you. Is that is it if if you say a modern offense? What is that in your mind? Is it more of a passing attack? Is it yeah, I mean, using a, you know, the third down? What 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 are some of the earmarks of a modern offense for you? I mean, I think the what everyone's saying modern offense now. I mean, it's a it's a pass happy league, right? This is you don't see ground and pound anymore. You see a lot of backs that are you know kind of two way backs that they can you know be a receiver. You can split them out. They're good on third down. They're able to catch the ball. Jameer um, Gibbs. Like a Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. The, that, that's the, the prototype. Example. That, he's the poster boy for what a modern offense should look right. like. Right. A lot of RPOs, a lot of, you know, you know, pass run option, right? So like we're we're gonna really try to keep the defense honest. We're not just gonna line up with two tight ends and a fullback and try to, you know, everyone knows what we're doing. And if we're not, it's gonna be a play action pass with a tight end run across the middle, which is like what we lived off of for years. And we did it very, very well, and Tom did it well and the guys that we had it did it well, but you know, like maybe that's quote unquote the modern offense that we need to kind of get to to kind of rebuild this offense is you know kind of have a lot of different options, kind of you know spread the offense out. Doesn't have I, I still believe that you need to have a quarterback that can go on under center. I don't I I can't imagine a team where you bring in a quarterback and you you ask him to be in the shotgun. 100% of the time there has to be some element this is the national football league it's not just line up and know that it's going to be zone or man right there's going to be it's there's a, a lot that you have to be able to, to diagnose every single play uh, so I think that you have to be able to be under center to communicate with the offensive line but you know sure like if we want to go to a modern offense you know you're going to have a you're going to bring in a guy that a is athletic probably can move around the pocket a little bit, kind of mm -hmm. create some offense when he's, when he's flushed out of the pocket. And, and I think that's probably what everyone's looking for. I mean, you kind of see it with all the quarterback. I mean, look at every single quarterback that was in the playoffs, this, you know, this past weekend, mm -hmm. every single one of them was able to move around, get out of the pocket, create, create offense on, on the run. Um, and I think that's probably what we didn't really have this year. There, it was kind of, Hey, we're going to drop back. And if it's not there, we're probably going to take a sack or, you know, we're not going to be able to escape the pocket a little bit. So I think adding someone that's able to, that's shown they were able to do that in college or shown them be, they've been able to do that in the league. Like, yeah, I'm sure that will kind of help kind of facilitate this modern offense. <laughs> There's a lot of really positive energy up here yeah. right now about Mayo and about the excitement and about the energy and the enthusiasm do you think it matters that the Patriots are going from one of the oldest coaches in the league, and this is no disrespect intended to build, but to one of the youngest coaches in the league? And, and I was struck by the fact that so many guys were there at the press conference this week. There were probably close to close to 10, including, yeah. you know, Ninkovich was there. Devin was there. There just feels like it's a different energy. I have no idea if that momentum is going to be able to roll into – training camp and the you know, 
off season, regular season, whatever the case may be, but it just seems, to, I don't know if it's just, this is my roundabout way of saying, I don't know if it's just different or if it's new or if it's better when you've had new coaches come in yeah. as a player, is there a noticeable uptick in excitement, energy, enthusiasm, or is that just kind of something that we're seeing from the outside? Yeah, I, th- I think there is. I, I think there's there's a lot, I think, that goes into Gerard being hired and, and the excitement, right? The Devin and Ninkovich and all those guys, they played with him, right? So they're, they're excited for their former teammate to have this opportunity to coach a, a, a team that he played for, that he – shed blood for that won championships for like that. That's exciting for former players to see one of their teammates get that opportunity. I, I think when you bring in a new coach, there is, I think it's exciting, right? Cause especially to a place where you've had the same coach for a very long time that has done things the same way for a very long time. So I think there's, there is going to be excitement around it. I think the team itself is going to be excited because for them, I, hiring a new coach just kind of you you automatically forget about last year, right? We're done with last year. We're not we're not that team. We're not the you know what, however many wins we had. I don't even care anymore because I've moved on. So it's I think now it's like okay, we're the new New England Patriots. Gerard's our coach. Whoever's our OC is going to be like. There's going to be a new life about this team. We're going to have some extra time to go into training camp. We're going to have a couple extra days of mini camp and OTAs. Like we're, we're going to try to build and establish this. I think the culture is going to remain the same mm-hmm. because Gerard said it himself, right? Like good teams work hard. Right. And I think he's not going to, he's not going to be the type of coach that's just going to come and be like, okay, we're going to have, you know, days off and and less pads and all like i don't it doesn't he doesn't strike me as that like mm-hmm. th- that type of coach or how he's going to run things so i think a lot of the how we how he does thing is going to be similar to bill and how hard he's going to work these guys and the expectations that he has but i think the players are going to be excited there's going to be a new face that comes into the meeting room every single day it's not it's not, listen, Bill, Bill is Bill, right? We all, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys are excited because he's talking to the media a little bit more, <laughs> given, given, right? It's just going to be different. So everyone's yeah. excited. He's going to come into the meeting rooms. He's going to have different energy. He's probably going to be a little bit more up-tempo when he's talking to the team. And it's not going to be like, you know, okay, you know, this is who's coming in, blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't do this. We're not going to win the football game. And, like, shit, like, we knew that. And that's how Bill prepared us the best I've ever been prepared for my entire career. But he had a way of doing it. And Gerard's definitely going to have a different way of doing that. So I think guys are going to be excited to get back to work. And and that first team meeting is going to be – it's going to be exciting. You know, whoever we, you know, whoever the draft goes, whoever it goes. I mean, if we end up with the same team that we had this year, there's still going to be a certain level of excitement that he brings to this organization. I wrote a piece for the Boston Globe this week about little things that are going to be different under Gerard as opposed to uh, Bill. And one of the things that, that I thought about was, did you ever play Madden? You know, you know yeah. video game Madden? Yeah. You know, Bill is not part of the coaches' union. And so for years and years, he wouldn't allow his likeness to be shown in the video game Madden. <laughs> it was just any yeah. coach. Right. It and it sense. just had this kind of very I did not know that, generic yeah, face. So <laughs> that's one of the things. I, I believe that they're going to allow captain's patches now. 
You know how New, yeah. New England, Baltimore, Pittsburgh had in in the Patriots were one of these teams who didn't have the captain's patch on the jersey. Just little things like that. And then the other thing for me is Friday Bill Belichick, who would go deep with us on all sorts of football history, you know, talk about left-footed punters and long right, snappers right, right. and how much fun <laughs> it was to coach, you know, Lawrence Taylor and stuff. So there is going to be, there's just a different energy. It's just going to be a different team, good or bad. And and I'm just fascinated to see where it all goes because I have not covered a coach's search. I have not, you know, I've, I haven't covered a new coach. I've covered yeah. the team since 2001. And so all of this is new for all of us like it was this past season. And I have to believe that some of that is going to extend to the younger players, the older players, just all across the board in the locker room that, like you said, it's a new face. It's a new guy in charge. Let's see what this season has in store for us. Yeah, I think I think this Gerard's message to the team and to the guys that are going to be returning, especially to the younger guys. It's going to be it's going to be filled with excitement. It's going to be filled with a lot of energy. And I guarantee you, like his team meeting, the first one is like. We're this this is different. We're this is a different team. This is the different under my under my reign and and how we're going to do things. And like, listen, we're going to work our ass off. We're going to that that's not going to change. Mm -hmm. There's not nothing about that is going to change because that's how I won championships. And if we want to win championships, like we're not just going to get there by coasting and by not working hard. So that's, that's always going to remain the same, but I think his message, you know, there's good, just going to be in on the practice field. There's going to be more energy. I guarantee he's going to be a little bit more vocal with on the defense and on the offensive side of things. And there's just, again, you have a younger guy that's, you know, that has worked, worked really hard to, be put in this position, he's going to have a lot of energy. He's going to do a lot of things different than build it. And I think, I, you know, I really think guys are going to be excited about it. The Madden coach last year in um, uh, for the New England Patriots was Peter Gaffney. <laughs> was named Peter Gaffney and he had a beard and he was just, he didn't look anything <laughs> like Bill. I got to so, look, I haven't even looked at that. I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder if we're going to see Gerard Mayo back on the digital sidelines or on the digital sidelines for the New England Patriots moving forward. Yeah. The quote from Bill or the quote that Gerard Mayo referenced from Bill was hard work works. Yep. And that is going to be the consistent thread, I think, from Bill to Gerard. I, I, I for me, we talked about this last week. It's very, very strange getting used to the idea of saying former Patriots head coach Bill Belichick or just or writing that or saying it or whatever the case may be. But we're starting to see now more and more. He came in for a second interview in Atlanta. And again, we're recording this on Monday morning, so things could change dramatically in the next couple of days. But can you envision Bill Belichick in Atlanta, a red and black hoodie in a dome? Just feels weird. I can see him in a cold weather Gosh. environment, but Atlanta? Yeah, it's 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 still it's weird for me to even think about him going on interviews and and even like i would love to be a fly on the wall of that interview you know just to, <laughs> how, like how does that go down with it with a general manager and the owner and be like okay like who we bring it like bill belcher <laughs> like like yeah like you know like what does he walk in does he walk in with every single one of his rings on and just be like hey guys like what do we want to do here like <laughs> you want to hire me or like you know how i do things so it's just, I, I don't know. But you know what? Again, it's like going back to how things are going to be done in New England. I think it's I think it's going to be exciting 
for the players also where I don't think there's going to be this huge stigma where it's like, okay, talk about yourself, talk about the players. Talk. I think Gerard's going to let these guys be themselves. So for even talking to the media, I mean, you saw already that he's, he's very outspoken He in, in what he believes in and how he's going to speak to the media. He's not just going to, it's not going to be, I'm the new head head coach in New England. <laughs> I hate. I don't want to make fun of Bill because I love I love Bill and you know the way that he dealt with the media was always it was it was so great to watch because he just he never changed right mm-hmm. for anybody for any situation and I think that a lot of the times like for his teams you know he helped guys and it, and it bettered the team just because he kept guys so focused on the task at hand but we all know how. You know, things come up, come up in the world and there's things that happen where guys want to be able to use their platform to be able to speak on different different things. And I think Gerard's going to be very open about that and be like, hey, listen, like, you know, always, always speak about the team. Always speak about yourself. Don't ever put yourself in a bad position or put the team in a bad position. But I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, you know, you you can't use this platform that you've created for yourself to to not speak on stuff that you, that you're passionate about or that you believe about. You know, there's obviously a time and a place for that, but I think guys will will also be excited about that too. Maybe they're going to you know, feel there's going to be a, <clears throat> there was a sense of fear in that in that facility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fear works in some places and a lot of people walked around that building in fear of doing the wrong thing and getting the boot. I don't think that that sense of fear I think that left the building when Bill left. And I think there's going to be, again, a new energy in that, in that facility, walking around that facility where guys are not going to be tiptoeing around the hallways and worried about saying the wrong thing. Or like, I, I think Gerard's going to be very open about this. And he's like, Hey, I'm, this is my first time coach being a head coach in the national football league. I'm going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Like let's figure it out together and be on the same page. And how do we build like how do we build the best football team that we can to go out, you know, during the season and win football games? So I think it'd be cool. I, I'm excited. I really am. I'm excited about it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One more Belichick-related question for you before we move on. I'm curious to get your opinion of Burge. His, yeah. <laughs> his assistant has now, now, people who don't know, Burge was his assistant, has been his assistant, was his assistant for... 24 seasons in new england uh he was quite often one of the first guys you saw walking into the building he was bill's number two guy uh he really kind of kept an eye on everything uh from a player's perspective and and i should say that burge put something on instagram this week saying my time in new england was great i'm excited for the new challenges I have to imagine that if Bill goes to Atlanta, Burge is going to follow him to Atlanta. From a player's perspective, what kind of a role did he have in your daily life and your experiences with Bill? Bears was, um, he was the guy that you went to for anything. If you needed something, you, you went to him. If you needed, 
you know, it, it, stuff that it was either football related or non-football related, you know, he was always there. He was very approachable um, and he was always willing to help. And he always put, he always pointed you in a direction that you needed to go to. And if you didn't have an idea, he would give you the idea or he would help you in, in whatever way he could. So he was, he was always around. He was always there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he worked just as hard as Bill did. I mean, if Bill was there, you know, Bears was there. So, um, you know, I think he was um, a huge part of, of that organization. Um, he did such a, a great job throughout the years of scheduling, coordinating. I mean, there's so much that goes into playing in the, playing in the national football league behind the scenes of, you know, hotels and scheduling and buses and flights and, and, you know, you, as a player, you, you take a lot of that stuff for granted sometimes just because, you know, listen, you're, you play in the NFL, you kind of expect them to have stay in five-star hotels and have, you know, all the meals ready for you. And I, and, you know, I think, you know, as I've been retired, you know, you kind of think back to all of the stuff that goes into, you know, the work behind the scenes and all the people that put in so much effort to make sure that, your days are so seamless and the, the traveling is so seamless. And, you know, you have your room keys available when you get there, the meals are there when you went upon arrival, you have the buses are always on time, you know, so there's so much that goes into it. And bears was, he was head, you know, he was the point guy, right? Mm -hmm. So he was the guy that was telling, you know, making sure all that stuff happened along with making sure that Bill's schedule was on time. Like he was supposed to be where he was supposed to be. And, um, you know, so he, I, I, you know, had a, a really, my, my time in New England, um, was, was great and, and getting to know him and, you know, all the work that he does. I mean, he's, he's just as dry as Bill is, but, Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. he, I mean, literally is the perfect person to be underneath Bill and, but, you know, it, he, he works, he worked his butt off to make sure that he helped this team in any way that he could. So, um, I, I really enjoyed being around Bears, and, and you know, I got that email too. Like my emails now, you know, yada 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 at gmail.com. It's no longer <laughs> Patriot, so it's um, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of figured that he'd be moving on where you know, wherever Bill was, but you know, I'm sure Bill will, you know, he he needed you need a Bears, right? You need yeah. someone behind the scenes to make everything work and everything go the right way, so um, you know, and and he was that guy. I had two things about him. First of all, he lives in the same town or at least right now lives in the same town as I do out here in Metro West Boston and seeing him at say the supermarket or at a little league game, it, it can be very distracting. It's all of a sudden, <laughs> Oh, there, look, that's bears. Yeah. Um, and, and then secondly, I had him described to me once as the most organized person on the planet who yeah. just knows every, can keep everything yeah. just so, can is the most efficient person that you'll ever meet yeah i mean think think about knowing i mean i can't even put a number on it how many people work in this in the facility every single player player flights player workouts uh media requirements uh traveling schedule i mean think about trying to i, I mean it makes my head spin even trying to organize a, a single part of that and bears had it you know, and he had it down, man. I mean, he, if you needed to know a schedule or what, where we needed to be, boom, like he had it right there. And then like, he knew it just off the top of his head. So, 
easily one of the most organized people I've ever been around in my life. I was almost certain as well that he had some sort of burner account when it came <laughs> to social media, that he knew what everyone was tweeting at every single moment of the day. So uh, God, he, sure he, he did. did. He did, man. He did a great job. He did. Yeah. For for people who don't know, he was the power behind the scenes. When you, yep, when yep. you needed some time with Bill, player, media, administrator, yeah, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you had to. He was the gatekeeper. He yep. was. He was the gatekeeper, and he carved out a niche as again the most efficient person, the most, you know, put together person that that I've ever seen. It, His it, music it, selection during practice, though, was suspect. Sometimes I, I got <laughs> so did, sometimes did, did if he, he get if to you start he hearing get some different things, uh, uh, you know, during during the during the week, he was always over there. He controlled the music. He controlled the sound. He was over there, so everyone would be. Kind of chirping at him during you know during the week, making sure the Bears would have uh, decent music to be played during practice during the beginning of practice. I love it. I love it. All right, I, I want to get to I want to get to the, the the guys who are still playing, the folks who are still playing. The final four is set uh, after a memorable divisional weekend. You got Detroit and San Francisco, Kansas City and Baltimore. Give me your early thoughts. Who's going to win and why? So, I mean, I I gotta I gotta go with. San Fran and the Ravens. Um, I I do think that I think Sam I think the Lions are going to put up a good fight. I mean, listen, uh, the, both of them had some key injuries, and and you saw how much San Francisco struggled a little bit once once Debo went out. I mean, he's a huge part of that offense, and he uh, kind of unreplaceable, right? Because he just does. You have so many packages for him to be in the backfield and and do different things. So, but. Listen, Kyle's he'll figure that out and he's gonna have I mean, he was doing some different things last week with just moving Christian, you know, out, you know, motion him out from the backfield on you know, only five yards to the right or left, you know, which I've to be honest with you, I've never really seen, but you know, put get him in different positions. So I love the Lions and I have been behind the Lions all year round. <laughs> like Dan Campbell's every single guy. game. Dan he's Campbell, that team. I think that San Francisco is going to pull this one out. I really do. I think that that defense is going to give some problems um, to Brock uh, and he's going to, you know, they're, he's going to, they're going to create a little bit of chaos. They're probably going to get after him, but um, you know, I got to give the edge to San Fran, especially playing at home. And um, you know, I think to be honest with you, if, if the chiefs play the way that they played last night, you know, minus, you know, the turnover that they had, yeah, I th- I think it's gonna be a good game, man. I mean, these are it's gonna be a shootout. It will. It's gonna be a yeah. shootout versus the Ravens versus the Ravens and Chiefs. Is gonna be a shootout. You know, it's really gonna boil down to. I I think both defenses are gonna play fine, but I I think it really boils down to who plays better. Does Lamar play better? Does Does Patrick play better? And who who has the most turnovers? You know, so if you're able to get a couple more turnovers than the other team, that team's gonna win. I I just think it's that type of game. You have two high powered offenses with defense that have been playing very well. So, um, you know, I think the Ravens showing that they're not, they're not scared of getting after a quarterback. So I think they're going to have some stuff dialed up for him just to kind of get him out of the pocket. I mean, they're just going to have to control Kelsey. I mean, he, you know, had some plays last night where he's just wide open. I mean, you just, I feel like he's the guy stop, stop Travis, you know, make Mahomes beat you with his arm, you know, throwing it to other guys with Lamar you're gonna have to you guys listen he creates so many plays with him with his feet if you don't have one or two guys spying him throughout the game i mean he's gonna beat you with his feet 
And he's shown to do that in games and be able to take over games that way. So that game is going to be a shootout. And, and I think, you know, I think inevitably it, it's going to be San Fran, the Ravens, but uh, both games are going to be good. I mean, they're, yeah. they're very different, right? I mean, you're going to see a pet, you're going to see throwing the ball on one, you know, in one game. And then you're going to see the, the lines are going to run the ball. They've shown to do that. They're going to, they're going to run with, with Montgomery. They're going to run with Gibbs. And then, you know, you're going to see Christian touch the ball 50 times next week if Debo's not out. And they're going to try to, they're going to try to ride that train, you know, to the Super Bowl. So it's, it's set up to be a, a pretty, pretty awesome, you know, championship weekend for sure. I'm fascinated by the Chiefs because they're vying to become the first team since the 0304 Patriots to go back to back. You guys very nearly pulled that off. You almost won. Uh, three in a row, actually. I, uh, I want you to speak to the, the, the unique difficulty of trying to go back-to-back in this era, and what sort of advice would you give the Chiefs? I mean, it's it's so hard to win in this league. And and to, you know, to do it and to get back to this to this place year in and year out, I mean, the, the amount of focus and... and sacrifice and the the amount of work that gets put into getting back to the to these games i mean you can't even you can't even fathom right i mean so many things have to go right guys have to stay healthy you know you have to play good football all year round and um you know that's that's probably the toughest thing right you see so many so many teams that just struggle just because injuries injuries happen and and guys go down and and they're just not able to really you know, keep that, you know, keep those wheels going and keep that energy throughout the season. The Chiefs have been able to do that. And they lost some key pieces, you know, and have he's shown to be able to kind of, Mahomes has been able to kind of put this team on his back and, and, you know, will them to win these games. The defenses has helped, you know, they've helped them out a lot, a ton throughout, you know, this stretch, uh, you know, the playoffs and the last part of the season. But, you know, you get back to, Back to back Super Bowls. I, I there's no there's no real advice I can give these guys other than it's like, listen, that you you got back. You're you're here, right? This is last year. Forget like don't even worry about back to back, back to back to back, whatever it is. Like, go out and play the best four quarters of football that you possibly could have, right? Everyone, you've you've now have made it back, and you have some a chance to do something special. Don't waste a second in not trying to prepare for this football game. Right? There's so much that goes on during the week of the Super Bowl. Media requirements. You're you're in a different place. Your your schedules are off. You're in a hotel. You're meeting in a hotel. So family tickets. There's so much that goes on. And there's so many distractions, but like you have a chance to be able to do something very, very special, regardless of uh, you know, trying to win another Super Bowl, which is something that everyone dreams about doing. But yes, a chance to go back to back. Put everything that you have into it, like get get your whoever wins this game, get your family, out, get all the family stuff out of the way, get your tickets out of the way, get all the the logistical stuff done with so that. When it comes down to preparing for this game, it's just it's you, the team you're preparing for, and that's it, right? Worry about everyone else after the game, <laughs> you know. After, you know, hopefully, just at the party where you guys can all celebrate, enjoy it. Then, man, you don't need to enjoy 
what what's to enjoy during Super Bowl when you're playing? Media like talking to the media and mm-hmm. like no, enjoy you don't need to enjoy any of that. You need to just focus on the football game and trying to win that game and being as prepared and and as healthy, uh, you know, if you need to do extra treatment, do extra treatment. Extra film, do extra film. Because this game like, you know, everyone is when you think about game speed, the Super Bowl is like a hundred X of that, especially for the first, like first couple of drives, man, everyone's heart is like beating out of their chest and you're running probably the fastest as you ever run all season, regardless if you're hurt or not, you just don't feel anything. <laughs> Seconds, the, you know, that second will, you know, it'll be a little different. You'll, everything will start to kind of come down a little bit, but um, you know, it's, it's four quarters, man. This thing goes by fast. So you got to put everything that you have into it and and you have that chance to be able to do something special that really not many teams ever even get the opportunity to even get to a Super Bowl, let alone win back to back. So it, it'll, uh, you know, if they're able to get to that point, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they come out and prepare for that game. Chris Hogan, thank you so much for your time, my friend. We will talk next week about some of your favorite Super Bowl experiences. We'll preview The big game coming up in Las Vegas. We'll also talk inevitably, I'm sure, about some more Patriots news that will come up between now and then. Take care, and we will talk again very, very soon. Thanks, Chris. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. One more reminder, this episode of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. With the NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all of the -the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.